It's too much to tease, really. I like, I like green tea. That's all I really know. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. That's I, so I got a like a variety pack of teas. They're like the loose ones, um, just to kind of see what I like. So far, I feel like I like the more like citrusy ones. Like there's a lemongrass, ginger, and uh, chamomile and lemon, which was pretty good. Mm. So just trying to. Plus, my voice is a little raspy. So yeah, I was gonna say something, but I'm glad you brought it up first. <laughs> Yeah. I like the Arizona green tea with ginseng and honey. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been drinking um, to replace some of my soda consumption. That's it's a good alternative. Are you doing it? Is it um, caffeinated or decaf? Decaf, I think. Uh, Uh, I think. I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, because I switched. I'm only doing like one cup of coffee in the morning now, and then I do tea the rest of the day. And that's why I'm trying to find one that I really like so that it's easier to transition. Mm. Interesting. (sighs) Always got a plan. Always got a plan. Okay. Always. I'm excited um, for today. Yeah? Because it's, I'm looking forward to a more casual episode. Yeah, we don't really have to go in depth. We can just, like, comment on stuff. Did, now, question, did you want to start, like, from the opening credits? Because there's a lot of, like, companies that come through. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to totally skip over that or if you wanted to, like, watch ah, that part two. I'm a, I'm, I've skipped over that. Okay. I'm, I am at the first scene where it says, this is the true form of Evangelion. <laughs> okay, let me, <laughs> let me get there. Hold on. Yeah, it'll be a nice little sneak peek behind the scenes of the grueling, rigorous process we go through to prepare. (laughs) True. Hold on. So it turns out Earl Grey's at the top of, or no, what did I, what's this? English Breakfast. Mm, Yes, English Breakfast. And what's the other? Um, Chamomile. It's a popular one, right? Yeah, Chamomile and Lemon. I think it was. And, uh, and sleepy time. L- lemongrass ginger. Yeah, there is a sleepy time. I've never, I don't know that I've tried that, honestly. Hell yeah. <laughs> what about matcha green tea? You know, uh, matcha to me kind of tastes like what I would imagine grass clippings to taste like. And I suppose the argument can be made for tea is similar. Maybe it's the coloring. I don't know. I just, something about it. I don't know. I I tried it once and it was not a good experience. So maybe I should give it another go. I don't know. But if I ever get my traditional, what the hell is that? (laughs) Me getting ready. My preparation. (laughs) If I ever get my Japanese tea set, I'll make some authentic matcha green tea. Like the tea ceremony and the karate kid. I, I literally still know likely. that by heart. <laughs> my sister and I used to. <laughs> I'd have to refresh my memory, but that's probably yes, what I'm going going for. But seeing it, doesn't he not even do karate? And Karate Kid isn't like. Excuse me. Like Taekwondo or something instead, and they just call it karate. Um, I don't know. I. D- t- I should know the answer to that, and I don't. Judo or something. But according, if if you're going by the facts of the movie, um, it is <laughs> uh, Miyagi is from Okinawa, 
So, and his this is his father's karate. I believe so. Okinawa has fantastic beaches. Just FYI, it looks like if some if of the they... best beaches in the world. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, according to Mr. Miyagi, his family. This was his family's karate, and it was passed down from father to son. So that's the only origin we know of it. Now, I'm no karate expert. There may be mixes of different stuff in there. I'm just not aware of, but who knows? So Mr. Miyagi was prepared to just let this form of karate die with him? No, that's why he passed it on to Daniel. But if Daniel hadn't come along? Yeah, then it would have ended with him. But... In Karate Kid 2, we find out that uh, Miyagi has, like, somewhat of an adopted brother because they were best friends, and his father taught both of them, and he ended up teaching his nephew. Have you never seen Karate Kid 2? I'm not sure if I saw the second one. Oh, my goodness. Arguably better than the original, only because, and it does, it takes place in Okinawa, most of it, so you would appreciate it. There's a really cool shot of them, like, looking over the cliffs, like, it, it's... I I think you should I guess definitely next, watch next time I come home. <laughs> I can't believe it. I have the trilogy. We're watching it. Next it's... time I, I visit. Boom. Done. That's what we're doing. Can have a little marathon. Absolutely. Um, this is Full Impact. This is our six-minute digression that you've been listening to. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed it. This is... Um, we don't have an episode number because we're covering the recap movie. This is our episode covering Evangelion Death True Squared or Evangelion Death and Rebirth, however you want to call it. Um, you know who I am. (laughs) That's Allison. She's here. You know who I am, too. I would call this our abstract episode, if I were to give it a title. Just kind of, you know, this is something where we're just kind of, we all know what's going on. So it's just kind of a different interpretation of it. So we're just going to kind of let it all out there. Yeah, there really isn't anything new, per se. Um, I wrote down a little bit, but one thing that was... Interesting is that um, our little quartet scenes that we get here um, in the Evangelion Chronicle in reference to this movie, it says, 18 months prior to the destruction of the 17th angel, which is Kaoru, before the third angel attacked, a quartet of boys and girls gathered in the school auditorium of the third middle school in Tokyo too, to perform Pachelbel's Canon. These young musicians bore an uncanny resemblance to the four children upon whom the world's fate would come to rest. And that's really all it says about this whole thing. Okay, so I guess this is a new... Because I, it's good that you address this because it was one of the questions that I had, you know, during the first scene that we see. But um, so, yeah, it's it's almost like where we end. Right. Isn't like 26. Isn't it look kind of like a like an auditorium gymnasium type of thing? Yeah. OK. So essentially, they're just kind of bringing that theme into this. But it that part of it was not in the actual series. No, it's like almost like a. I think it, we should treat it as like an alternative 
Real well, I think it was it was they wanted to recap the series, but thought it would be artistic and cool to have the children make a little quartet. But obviously, that wouldn't make sense continuity wise. So we're just gonna pretend that uh, there are some other children that look identical to the ones that we know that happen to do this. Got it. So yeah, that was actually a good segue into my next thought, which was you know what the purpose of this movie was, and I guess so they they essentially did it with the intent of recapping the show. That I mean, was its that's sole what intent. I would guess. <laughs> I feel like people would have gotten into this being like, ah, oh, this is it. This is the ending I've been wanting. And then they watch it, and I can't imagine their fury <laughs> when there's zero new information or animation. Yeah, really. And it's all like it, it, it's coming at you in a different order too. So it's 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 definitely a different presentation, and obviously more condensed than we're used to. I mean, we had 26 episodes for God's sakes. I mean, we were dragging some things out there. Yeah, and it's all cut up and all sorts of weird. Yeah weird ways here which is actually cool i mean because i suppose if in an artistic way you're taking you know one form of art and morphing it into something different you know which is is pretty cool recycling reusing (laughs) i think it's a good little recap to not forget episodes 25 and 26 but to kind of remind you of where we're picking up from following this movie right when we get to end up yeah um, so obviously the film it starts um, with that scene in Antarctica um, when Adam is awoken. Um, we get like a new explosion shot, I think, which is new. And also the animation for Adam's wings, I think, is a little bit updated as you well. You can see them more. Cl- there's more of a clear shape, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes in the Misato and the voiceover has these very like... And then this happened. <laughs> and now this. Yeah. 15 years later, she was in bed with a man. And they were, uh, <laughs> were with older Misato then. And then, like, then we get Kaji's there. And then they're like, nine months ago, he was gazing at the stars. <laughs> and then he's with Asuka. And then it's like, seven years ago, she burst through the door. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very weird way of telling the story, but it's getting mostly to the point. And I feel like it gets a lot of the backstory up in the beginning, whereas in the series, it kind of made you follow along almost in real time. Yeah. So it's definitely like not... I wouldn't say someone could watch this coming in fresh clean and understand what the hell's going on. Right, right. But having seen the series, it's easy for us to put the pieces together. Yes. So I guess it would be a good refresher if you wanted to, like you said, block out the ending and just start anew. <laughs> so after that little thing, we like kind of go to present, not present day, but like it's the time skipping here is just whack and they don't label it. No. Yeah. No. It's, uh, it's kind of just assumed. But, I mean, I love seeing Sweet Baby Ray in any way, shape, or form. So I welcome it. Gladly. Oh, ditto. 100%. Baby anybody, I think, you're going to catch my heart. I think they're all adorbs as little kids. I mean. Yeah, that's, Ray is just such a savage. I, I love it. <laughs> she the old hag. For, she has no no fucks to give. Zero fucks And to I give love how Naoko's like, how would... <laughs> Commander Akari feel if he heard you say that and she's like 
bitch, that's where I got it from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where do you think I heard it from, ho? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, great. I mean, she's just she is. She's she's great. And then and then he just makes Ray too after she gets killed. So like it's now you kind of killed Ray and yourself for no good reason. Really. Well, I mean, technically, she did really insult her. I mean, but still, it's yeah. no cause for death. I went there strength. Ray, Ray pulled a reverse Uno card. Right? <laughs> I mean, it deserved at least a bitch slap, but I don't think choking her to death is. I mean, I'm not going to condone hitting children. I mean, <laughs> scold her a little bit. Ditto. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we get back to Shinji. Because we were on Baby Ray, and it's like five years later, she met him again, talking about Shinji. Yep. And then we're like back to like episode one scenes here. Whack. Yep. With when we had zero information. Mm hmm. A few months later, he was faced with a decision <laughs> to kill Kaoru. <laughs> yep. And it's just, it just, it, I'm, I'm glad that we don't have to cover this in detail because it would be nearly impossible to keep up yeah because you're like wait a minute did that wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> yeah it would be it would be difficult that's why we're gonna kind of like just take this at base value as kind of a, a lead up to the the end of i think uh but still it's i like how they took this opportunity <laughs> to still make the scene with shinji holding kara long ish and then like i think the elevator scenes in here too and there's yep. the one with shinji deciding to stay instead of getting on the train like they're not as long as they're in the series but they're still kind of long <laughs> oh totally totally but i but it's definitely for impact and i think it doesn't make as big of an impact in this as it did in the actual show um it, it's more kind of like okay we get it we get it but when we first saw it, it was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's just a different reaction. Um, so we eventually get to Shinji or what appears to be Shinji uh, sitting down in the auditorium. It tells us that it's 18 months ago. Uh, so this is supposedly before the third angel attack. But again, this isn't supposed to be the pilots that we know. This is like a weird thing. It's kind of separate from our timeline. Um, it doesn't really make sense, so don't try to make it make sense. Okay, fair enough. Um, eight, 18 months ago, Tokyo to number three junior high school auditorium, 22 minutes before string quartet recital practice. Cello, the fourth player, whom does Shinji. We get a little song title, or piece title, by Johann Sebastian Bach, which I will now pronounce very incorrectly here. Sweeten fair violento cello solo number one, and then it's like Gerder <laughs> BWV.1007, and then it's number one, Vorspear. Like, okay, do you think it was difficult to get the rights to these songs? Um, it's my understanding. That getting rights to songs in Japan... Okay, well, first of all, getting rights to songs that are classical and old are not really that hard. Um, really? But 
it's also easier to get rights to songs in foreign countries than it is in the U.S. Sure. Surprise, surprise. Um, which is probably one of the reasons why the show on Netflix doesn't have Fly Me to the Moon at the end. And it has mm. the Ray 2 theme playing instead. Um, I mean, they probably could have afforded it, but, you know, Netflix mm. is probably being cheap. <laughs> yeah, just because, I mean, these are very popular songs. And but I, and I wonder if it was still that way it, it, back in the day when this was made. I, I don't know. Um, I just thought it was, you know, impressive yeah. that they were able to get to acquire such recognizable classic music. Maybe I'll throw in one of the versions at the end of this episode just to make some people feel at home. Get, give them the experience that they were robbed of. Well, that would be very full impact pod of you. <laughs> oh, I, I try. Always trying to improve here. That's right. Um, where I'm currently at, it's Shinji Ant or G Unit. Um, fucking Seichiel up. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good scene. It was a good scene. Really got you, got you going. Yeah, and I mean, those, and that was from, you know, early episodes where we were a lot more action than we were Existential dread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to be kind and say subplot, but, you know. Uh, yeah, the carnage, the emotional carnage that takes place in the last four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then immediately following that, I think we have... Shinji coming home for the first time. He's uncomfortable. He's shy with Misato. Typical Shinji in the beginning, you know? Yeah. They got their little snacky snacks from the convenience store, which just sounds great. I mean, I want snacks. (laughs) Who doesn't want snacks? Snacks on snacks on snacks. By the way, I'm digging Shinji's, like, white. They look like all... Is it all-stars? With, like, the circle on the side? They're, like, the tall... Yeah. Yeah. They look like white all-stars with a blue circle with a yellow star in the middle on the side. And I want a pair. (laughs) I'm sure they can... You can customize it somewhere. Yeah. I hope so. Check it out. And then... We switch over to Misato. We get her young when she's in the little cell. Oh my God, her little purple bangs. I just want to, oh, I love her. <laughs> I Not know. many people can pull bangs off, but she does. Natural, natural purple hair. I know some people that can pull some bangs off. <laughs> Not many. But Not many. Bangs are a difficult if thing. If you're listening, you, you know who you are. Yeah. And and once you commit, you're committed for a while because it takes a long time. <laughs> So, but yeah, cute, cute, cute. He's always wearing such formal clothing when he when he gets there for, uh, early on, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got his button down and his pants on, whereas Misato's wearing her, like, sleeveless yellow shirt and these, like, high-waisted short jean shorts. They're called Daisy Dukes. All right, well, whatever. Just saying. <laughs> We're gonna Clearly be technical about it. Not up on the fashion terms. Yeah, well, you know, I know some things. Yeah, I guess from your, from my extensive experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he talks about, you know, when he was 
living with his teacher before he, you know, moved to Tokyo 3 to bite his dad's head off, even though he wussed out about it anyways. Um, did we skip over uh, Miss M's, like, internal monologue there? Are we past that yet, or...? Uh, her, the Misato with voiceover? Yeah, where she talks about being a good girl. Yeah, I think I did. Well, I just, it, it, just because, like, I think it's brought up very early on with her that, you know, she had, she struggles with this because there's, she's, you know, an officer, she's in charge, she's, you know, uh, very responsible and she does her duty, but yet here she is and her Daisy Dukes drink and booze. Like there's obviously two sides of her that's conflicted. And so the good girl comment, I think just kind of points that out again in a way that it didn't in the show, like early on. <clears throat> I just love her, and I like to talk about her, so whatever. <laughs> mm. This is news to me. <laughs> I know, right? Misato. But, yeah. yeah. Well, Misato, she's a... Uh, I mean, they're all pretty complex, I'm not going to lie. There's not a lot of shallow characters in the show, other than maybe, like, Kensuke or her class rep. They're probably the two most flat characters that we have. Yeah. Not in a bad way, necessarily, but... No, just... I mean, you gotta have extraneous people. Yeah, it just is what it is. Exactly. Everybody's gotta do their part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then for a Asuka talks about Misato, too. Um, and, of course, this is all dialogue that we've already heard. There's nothing new. Mm-hmm. They just, just chopped everything up, threw it on the floor, and glued it back together in whatever order... They liked, I guess. I guess. <laughs> they just like threw all the slides up in the air and they're like, okay, wherever they fall, this is how we're going to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We get Shinji stabbing Shamshell, Vagina Squid, mm-hmm. Angel number four again, um, which transitions into Shinji running away and he gets his emo, emo music video, which I love <laughs> so much. <laughs> he was emo before emo was a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> truly but we did get Misato talks about the weather for a little bit which I think is new the weather? What is? She- it, it has been raining incessantly for days poor weather is hindering the dismantling of the angel sample nothing else of note to record today hmm well, thanks for the weather report. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything counts, I guess. I guess. Oh, and then I thought you'd appreciate that Kensuke actually brings up the cicadas. <laughs> yes, he does. I loved that. As a matter of fact, I'm like, I know, dude. And I said it in the original uh, bit as well. But yes, I, uh, I did give him credit for that. I like the cicadas. Yeah. It's a character. I get it. And they're ugly, too. They're big and ugly. You know, I don't, to be truthful, I don't know what a cicada actually looks like. It's not cute. <laughs> it doesn't sound cute. That's, it sounds supremely annoying. But... So after Shinji has his little adventure out and about, and he meets with Kensuke, and they have their little 
you know, camping, outing. He gets brought back in by security, as we know. Yeah, but um, he bounced, right? Like, he it, that wasn't just, like, a little fun trip. That was when he was trying to leave, right? No, he was... I think he was planning on coming back. I think he was just, like, finding just a, himself. <laughs> got it, got it. Hence the emo music video. I gotcha. I'm, a, I'm back on board. Yeah, because, I mean, he knows where the train station is. He could... Bounce if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. He's got money. I don't know how they're compensating these children. I don't know if they have a trust fund or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. If it is, you know, Gendo is already eating that shit right up. And then I think after shortly after this, we just transition over and we talk about um about uh what is it? Oscar that comes in. Yeah. Okay. What, did I skip too fast for you? No, I, I just just trying to keep up, as always. Yeah, I'm just letting it play. I'm not pausing. All right. Just let it roll. Letting it roll. I do like seeing the scene again where Shinji, the one where he is trying to run away or leave, um, and he kind of confesses to Toji and Kensuke about how he's a sneak and a cheat and a coward and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> you got to call him like you see him. Yeah. Ch- Chinji is a character that I relate to more than I want to. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're not the only one. I mean, let's in terms it. of when you're like, oh, what's your favorite character? It's not Shinji, but he's the one that I relate to the most. And I yes. am not always super proud to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, uh, he he does somewhat. Well, I don't I don't know. He's badass in that Ava. I'll give him that. And there's there's definitely you know. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I I don't relate to Shinji as much as others. And I don't know if that's a gender thing or not. But you know, it is what it is. No, I could see you. I definitely see more of Misato and Asuka in you. <laughs> yeah, totes. <laughs> Depending on what phase of your life you're looking at, I suppose. Yeah, true, true. There, there definitely was, but uh, I, I, I never just like with Shinji. My biggest issue has always been with him. Like, dude, just do it. You know, like stop talking about it and just do it. He has to be told. Like, just, just do it. <laughs> I don't know. This has always been my philosophy. Although Nike probably had it first, but it's you know. Yeah. And then there had that one episode where he's like, he's feeling all confident, and he does go and do it, and Asuka eggs him on, and he just gets wrecked. Yes, <laughs> he yes. gets sucked into a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I, I get so frustrated with, it, and I guess it's just because it is very opposite of my own personality. Um, but oh my gosh, sorry, I had to pause. It's a pen bent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are we getting into the the uh this is a, during the what you call it, the dance off when they're like sleeping in the same room, right? Or it's after yeah. the dance off. Right before that we have Asuka enter the auditorium. Um it tells us there's Pachelbel's canon, that's what they're playing today. Right. Second violin, second player, Johann Sebastian Bach, Partita, three fur. Violano solo, violin solo, uh, number three, Gavotte in Rondo. Uh, 
And then immediately following that, my notes say in all capital letters, pen, pen. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, pen, pen. I know, and he's so chunky and cuddly laying yeah. in that chair. And just in a great, just a great little picture of him. But yes, immediately following that, we have the little dance-up thing, especially the scene where Asuka is sleepwalking, or not sleepwalking. I can't remember which we fell on. Yeah, I think we, if I am correct in I think she it. was sleepwalking. Yeah, and they had spent so much time routinely being together that I think it was just instinctual that she did that. Um, yeah, I, I think that's what we landed on. Yeah, I agree. Please feel free to correct us if you're <laughs> if you remember that bit and you say, "Hey, you're wrong." Let us know. You know where to find us. Full Impact Podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's where it is. We'll yep. answer probably promptly, <laughs> most likely promptly. Um, we start getting the Oscar scenes, and this is where we do get something different. Yes. Um. And we get this series of adjectives describing Asuka um, in the voice of Kensuke, um, all negative, um, which we hadn't heard before. Um, I wrote them down. They're different. The subtitles are different than the audio, but I actually wrote down the audio this time, the dub. Um, They are, if you don't mind, in order, proud, arrogant, Cocky, weirdo, selfish, show off, cold, two faced, bomb cooking, heartless, egocentric, real nasty girl, <laughs> rubs me the wrong way. Wow. I know, they just really get into her there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think that it is all the things that Tracksuit thought of her that he never said out loud. Because, like, that first interaction was not great. Well, it's, so, it's glasses that's saying. Oh, it's glasses. Oh, yeah. I thought it was tracksuit. No. Oh, dip. Well, I also I, thought that probably. True. And I think um, he's, he's also the smarter one. So he came up with all those fly adjectives for her. Yeah. I mean, Baumkuchen is a German cake. <laughs> I mean, that's going deep. You're, I mean, you're insulting her in her native language. That's low. It's, yeah, it means tree cake. (laughs) (laughs) Tree cake. It's a spit cake. Mm -hmm. So, wow. I feel like there's a uh, very negative and possible sexual innuendo there um, to imply that maybe she is very social. (laughs) (laughs) What a, what a, a very tactful way of saying that. I like it social she does not know how to socially distance <laughs> no and i mean when we first get her back in japan and toji and kensuke are selling and taking the photos of her i mean they they don't like her but they're just making money off of uh you know the footage or film that they take of her yeah i think you just described to every person in hollywood <laughs> Yeah. Eh, well. Maybe oh, not. well. Maybe not everyone. Now. But we got Asuka in the tub right after that. We really just, like, start to finish 
Yeah, we're, we're, hopping, <laughs> we're hopping all through time right now because this doesn't take place till later. And then we see her on the ship with Ponytail and then we go back. It's just, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, you can relate to it because she was kind of all over the place, you know? Yeah. But I mean, when she first met Shinji, you know, Kaji brought up that his sink rate was at 40 the first time he hopped into Ava. And at the point where she's in the tub, her sink rate is zero. Yep. So, um, big oof. (laughs) Not a very good comparison. No. I also feel like the Ava looks small when they're in the little hangar that it's in the the ship. When Asuka's standing on top of it? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. In comparison to what we think, yeah. So uh, that's probably obviously the most unrealistic part of this whole show. Obviously, it's just the, the sizing. It's nothing else. No, that's the that's the <laughs> unrealistic part. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> okay. But I you mean, mean this, her, this next part where she's hopping from boat to boat. I mean, that's just physics. Look it up. And not sinking those boats. That's pretty impressive. We don't know how heavy they are. True. True. And if she's smaller than we think, then maybe it is plausible. Maybe. But it's, I love seeing her hop from the ship to ship. It's so fluid. It really is cool. It really is. And then, you know, she just gets stuck in a tub. Yep. In the end. Nothing. (laughs) It all comes down to nothing. We get to see... Ava to go berserk again against the big whale. What is it? Gagiel? Is that his name? I, think. I believe so, yes. Um, and then shortly following that, we get Asuka meeting Ray. Another just golden scene. Yes. I, love, I love Ray moving the book <laughs> so that she can still get the sunlight to read it. <laughs> and isn't it like a book in German? I think like- it- is in German, yeah. And like it's about physics like, uh, in German or something, right? It's about I think so. uh, biology, about DNA replication or cloning, I think. Okay. Um, you'd have to ask past Nick when we covered that episode. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just get a, a message from one of our loyal followers who can correct us. That would be helpful. I'm pretty sure it's cloning because it was supposed to be a like an attempt on Ray's part to start to try and understand what she is because she knew that she was... A clone. Mm. Okay. And so she was reading up on it, and here's Asuka's here just being a little brat, putting yeah. shade on her page. And she's like, I'm trying to learn about what the hell I actually am. And yeah. you're just cutting at me with this petty BS. Yeah. And like, she's like, oh, yeah, and we can be friends. It, you know, it would be good for you if we were friends, basically. Like, bitch, yeah. please. I don't need your dumbass. <laughs> I'm Bye. doing just fine. Tell me why. Yeah, right? And she's like, uh, yeah, she's just so pompous. So if they pompous. never did become friends, I mean... No, they did not. As we see in the awkward elevator conversation, or, mm-hmm. or lack thereof for most of that scene, anyway. I'll be your friend if I'm ordered to. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. That'd be a funny order to give. I order you... To be her friend. Be like, oh, give me something, like, attainable, please. Like, seriously, why don't you just ask me to gouge my eyes out? <laughs> we'll pop over to Misato's party when they're doing the training for the training, the training for the little dance-off. 
here. And Classrup's holding or uh, holding pen pen. And Asuka gets a little glimpse that she is not as amazing as she thinks she is. Not as it's not her way or the highway for these people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that someone could just step in there and just take it over. Yeah. And then we get the elevator scene again. <laughs> in all its glory. In all of its uncomfortable glory. Mm-hmm. And she is so, like, deadpan. Just... Doesn't even bother to, like, turn around and face her to have the conversation. She's just like, I, I'm not even going to look at you to respond. <laughs> I'm not a doll. Ray's just staring at the doors. <laughs> not even at the numbers. Yep. But they're just, just straight the door. <laughs> and I love how... I love how to think that when Ray goes into an elevator, she doesn't go to a side or corner like a normal person. Right. She stands immediately in the way of anyone trying to go in or get out. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, imagine, like, being the person on the other end of the door when it opens up, you're like, whoa. <laughs> like, right there. <laughs> in your face. You know, just no emotion. No. Who even knows where she's going? She doesn't even get off. <laughs> Maybe she just rides the elevator all day. Maybe that's what she does. Yeah, she's. This is her hobby. <laughs> Who knows? So where are uh, we at now? I'm still. I'm still on elevator scene. Oscar's. Okay. Uh, Oscar's giving it to Ray. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good exchange, and I believe she calls her a doll, right? Going mm-hmm. back to her whole, you know. Yeah, and this is where Ray says, you know, she would kill herself if. Commander Kari ordered it to, ordered her to. She's like, yep. She's like, oh, sh- I'll do it right now. I'll do it if you ask me to. <laughs> I will for show. <laughs> but Asuka looks so, she looks so like, not childish, but she looks really young in the elevator scene. Because she acts like a child. I think that's probably on purpose. She's just like, she's standing there with her arms crossed like a little brat. Mm-hmm. But now we move on. Ray pops up in the auditorium. Viola, third player. Five minutes, 43 seconds before string quartet. Recital. Correctus. Then we start getting in all the little little Ray stuff here. Yep. Starting with the, the swarmy kids, skeevy boys. Yep, and apparently supple calves are a thing to be... I, guess, I love that that's the one that they're most excited about. <laughs> I know, I know. It doesn't make much sense to me, but I, I, I guess you got, you, you like what you like. It's also worth noting that, you know, she hasn't been there for super long. She, like, transferred in, like, the year before. You know, she hasn't been with right. them all through, like, grade school or nothing. Right, but maybe that adds to her intrigue, though, you know? I mean, if she'd been around a while, like, I don't know that the thrill would still be there. I think maybe because she's new and mysterious, maybe that makes it a little bit more, her a little bit more appealing to them. I don't know. Or maybe it's her supple calves. (laughs) Definitely the calves. I think it must be the calves. Faux show. And, you know, we get, (laughs) we watch the scene with Gendo talking to Ray again, where he's smiling. Mm -hmm. And even... That scene still doesn't make sense to me because Gendo doesn't like engage Ray. Really, he kind of just like has her by his side as a, like almost like a picture that you look at of a loved one back home. You know, you don't 
you don't actually like do anything with it. You just have it there to remind himself of of Yui, pretty much. Right, but that's really how she was created, essentially. Yeah, know? but the the scene where he's like smiling and talking to her, like I can't imagine that he's actually having a good conversation with her. I mean, even when he asked about school, he's just like, "How's school?" And she's like, "It is fine." <laughs> and she's like, "Very well then." <laughs> Moving yeah. on. It is good. <laughs> good. No problems. Yeah, I, I, it's it's hard to say what's going on in that mind of his. We get Shinji tumbling over nude Ray post shower again. Because God forbid we leave that awkward scene out. <laughs> yeah, no awkward scene left. Does he put the, the glasses on in the show? I couldn't remember. Or did he just have them in his hands when when this happened? He put them on, and then she went to take them off. Oh, okay. And as she pulled, um, and he wigs out. He like pulled his head with him, like it wasn't coming off easy. And then he his bag got caught, and blah blah blah. Yeah, yada yada. Yeah, and she was like, "Okay, would you mind moving? I have, I have things to do." (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, yeah. Just, like, he's just, just like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, he gets super embarrassed, but, and she just, it doesn't seem to really phase her at all. No, she, she moved on last week. Yeah. Totes. Totes. She does have great hair, too, though. I, I love everybody's hair in this show. All the colors and the, the do's, the styles. I mean, the cut, I love. I, the colors, too, but I don't know. I just, that, like, bobbish, like, shag. I don't know. I like it. I I'm, a, it. I'm a sucker for the light blue hair with the red eyes. Yeah. I The red eyes are a little much for me, but the hair, I'm definitely on board with, for sure. Yeah. We, get, <laughs> we get the death escalator. Yep. The death escalator. So Always that, a favorite mode of transportation. Naturally. Mm-hmm. How else are you going to get anywhere? Yeah, I mean, that thing is booking it, too. <laughs> yeah. And there's is it, there's no railing, either. It's just, like, it's just no, there's a railing. Down. Oh, is there's there? Yeah. Nobody seems to be hanging on to it. I'd be hanging on to that thing for um, dear life. Like, I would be tumbling down <laughs> the other side, and just, I wouldn't be going anywhere, because I'd fall down and just keep pulling me up. I'd I would just be... be perpetually falling <laughs> nope i would just hold on to that railing for dear life uh yeah i would not step foot on the, uh, that's creepy 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 i want to go on it i mean i i don't know i don't know i don't know uh then hospital room hospital room where she's given the lowdown on operation yashima and he's just like in the bed <laughs> He's like, she's like, eat, eat this, and let's go. Yeah, being a wuss. Man up. Do your job. Serious. We got shit to take care of. Nobody Uh, needs to listen to your whining. Hurry up so I can go sacrifice myself. (laughs) Because I got to do all the work around here. Yeah, he's like, she's like looking for any opportunities where she can just like get out of this existence. (laughs) Yeah, she's uh, (laughs) knock, knock, knocking on when he when he's like. When she's like, don't say that. You won't die. I'll protect you. He's like, yeah, because you'd probably just kill yourself before you let <laughs> me die. Yeah, I mean, and essentially he's right. I mean, she does. Yeah. But then she has to develop emotions and character development. And <laughs> <laughs> <doesn't> <laughs> die. 
Yeah, she turns her savagery decreases over time. I mean, you know, uh, and let's face it. I mean, she was a savage little baby, you know, I, uh, so <laughs> let's, it only progressed from there. I mean, when you start off with old hag, you know, the bar is set pretty high. Yeah, you're you're definitely <laughs> you're definitely Although, high. her leaving Asuka in the locker room just by saying farewell and nothing else. Loved it. That was pretty savage. <laughs> <laughs> farewell bitch bye bye <laughs> does yeah. when Shinji pulls or opens the latch um to see if Ray's alive does she look just do they look different to you yes I did notice that they do look a little bit different they do her, her hair her face looks a lot more detailed yes they look older too I feel like yeah and definitely more detailed for sure. Like there's more, her hair has more definition and the eye underneath her eyes. And I don't know if that's to show injury, but no, oh, I guess Shinji has it too. So yeah, no, they definitely seem more enhanced. Yeah. Also, I mean, where the latch opens is like pretty near the bottom of the plug. And there's that, the plug is pretty big. So I'm just wondering like, how much they they really move up and down in that thing. Oh, I just assumed that they stayed stationary in there. Like they're like locked into that seat with all the LCL and like they don't move within the plug. Well, right? I think I think as they I think it moves up and down depending on like sync stuff. Yeah. I think. I mean, I'm no expert, but that's what I think. Actually, in this case, you are the expert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Okay. And if they get too low, they can get, like, contaminated. Got it. But who knows? Hey, if someone's listening and is like, this is bullcrap, <laughs> email us and we will, we will, we will apologize and fix it. And, and we will give you a personal shout out. shout out, absolutely, for calling yes. us out. Much, much appreciated for sure. Thanks. Get to watch Ray chuck the spear at that angel like a boss. One so, shot. Yep. Just like Kobe, rip. Just <laughs> <laughs> whip it. Uh, R.I.P. Yes, yes, it was pretty badass. I mean, and out into outer space too, right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. it wasn't like she was just throwing it like fifty yards, and she was throwing it out of the ozone layer. I know, but she's a pretty good cornhole player. I bet she is. I, I would definitely want her on my team. That's for shizzle. And then Asuka's trying. This is where they're they're up against the angel. That's like a little little halo, and she's like just shoving the controls, trying to get it to do anything. <laughs> Poor Asuka. I know. <laughs> you know, you just at first it, it, she's one of those characters where it, it, she flips the script on you. Once you find out what that little broad has been through, it, it you you see her from a whole new perspective. Mm -hmm. And then you almost. Hate yourself for how poorly yes. you treated her earlier. Yeah. You feel like a big time asshole when you really find out what her life has been. And yeah, it's, yeah, for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> <Good> show. <laughs> Hearing 
Even when they send Ava one out and we get Asuka saying, you know, they didn't send him out when oh, I needed help. Oh, that was a gut wrench, right? You felt really bad because she's right. And like how much of a piece of shit would you feel like? Like, sure, they'll save everybody else, but they're not going to save me. That's bullshit. Miss Goody Two Shoes Dollface over here. Right. She says something about her face, too. Is it maybe not specifically her face, but she calls her something very specific. I can't remember what it was, but it was to the point. I remember that. And then Ray's like, finally. Yeah. My out. <laughs> right. It's about time. And yeah, mm-hmm. the like veinage and you mm-hmm. know, it's pretty but then crazy. Kendo's like, nope, not today. Yeah, not under my watch. And that's where we get the 12 years early. We finally get, like, a a actually, like, documented uh, flashback here. Where we're with Fuyutsuki and Yui underneath that tree with baby Shinj. Little baby Shinj in his carriage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she has that line. I love that line. Uh, it's a simple thing to destroy people. I don't know why I like it so much, but... <laughs> Well, it's a very impactful statement. (laughs) And I think it's like, it's the way she says it. It's so like casual, but like, I think it makes it sound like it's like. Matter of fact. Yeah. And like scary that like, it's true. Yeah. Yep. But I I think she also at this point kind (sighs) of. Not pledges, but like is dedicated to it. It's Garen, right? At this yeah. point, yeah. Um, and like she's she's got a lot of faith in what's happening, and she's doing it for Shinji and for the future. And so I, I, she's a good mama bear. She is a good mama bear, and I do think she was just trying to do do right by Shinji and his future, and uh, just you know maybe made some poor decisions that didn't really pay off that well i mean you know you can only do the best with the information you have at the time and and she really believed in what she was doing and you know it it unfortunately did not turn out well but she perished doing something that she really believed in and i guess not that that makes it any better but at least you know she died doing what she wanted to do yeah and you know she you know we got Shinji to watch at the same time. <laughs> I know. Poor little Shinji. And then Gendo's like, all right, I guess I'm going to obsess over this and everything else can go suck it. Yeah, right? Like, this is going to be my sole focus now. Yep. Um, I'm going to kill everybody in the entire world so that I can see my deceased wife again, including my son. <laughs> uh as shitty as it is, on the other hand, it's kind of sweet that you have that much love for someone that that's what the length that you will go to to see them again. Um, not that by any means that's the right way to go about it, but, you know, I mean, there is some, a, a little bit of... Yeah, he has you know. very few, but he has a one or two redeeming qualities, but they don't make up for... 
No, they some of his parts. <laughs> they certainly don't. But I, I think you know. And again, I, I've said this multiple episodes, but like when he he does make a good point about people being gone, and and we carry them in our hearts. Again, kind of telling us a little bit more about the instrumentality project without really telling us, you know, like, um, and so I, I think it's, he is ultimately, he's just trying to get back to that love. And, and I suppose you can't fault a guy for that. It's actually kind of nice. I mean, he's really a, the ends justify the means. Oh, oh guy. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yes. But yeah, I mean, he, he gets rid of all the photos and evidence of Yui probably, to cover up the fact that Ray is an <laughs> exact clone of her. Yeah. So that no one else knows that, including Shinji. Right, it's like um, stealing her identity. But he holds on to, you know, the idea of Yui for all these years, and he, he does not stray from that goal at all. And he's pretty singularly focused. Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably didn't think that if when he does see Yui, she might be upset that, you know, she's he's neglected their only son. But... <laughs> So where's Shinji? I don't know. Ah, I didn't think that far. <laughs> Actually, I put him in that giant death machine and I'm making him save the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, put him in the machine. I'm sure you remember you had to save him uh, a time or two yourself. Right. Um, NBD. Uh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, really. Talk about but it's it. It's all good now. It's all good now. Now you're back. We're good. We're fine. Everything's cool. Instrumentality's feeling primo. Right. So I'm at I'm at G unit um consuming Zeril. Oh wow. Okay. Where are you at? That was a pretty savage scene. Oh no, I'm 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 with you. I just was commenting on how <laughs> crazy that scene was. I wonder what the angel tastes like. Oh, bacon. <laughs> he does seem to be enjoying herself. It's, it's clearly not bad if he's, you know. Beef jerky. Yeah. I'd like to think that it's not horrible that she has a refined palate, but at this point. Yeah, but it is, and it makes everybody sick. Like, one of the guys barfs. There's, yeah. I mean, that, that, that was and then she gets swole and just pops off all the <laughs> the armor. armor restraints. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the first that we're hearing of that too. Is yeah, in this scene is that we hear from Ritsko that he, she rather, uh, that this is just their armor. Like, there's really something realsies under there. Yeah, and Kashi's watching like. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> yeah, I love how it just like lackadaisical he is. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Ah. <laughs> Dude, are you? Do you see what you're seeing? Yeah, one day you're watering your watermelons, the next day you notice a giant robot eating an angel in front of you. You never know what you're gonna find here. <laughs> in Tokyo Three, Tokyo Two, wherever we are. <sighs> Where are we now? Um, I am at with Shinji talking to Ray three post um sacrifice. Right. And her being like, I don't I remember say anything. Say what now? <laughs> uh what else did I do? What's yeah. my name? Yeah, kind of refresh my memory here but she seems I'm so like blanking. frustrated too. She's like, Oh I don't remember anything. And it's probably because I'm the fucking third one. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> like you haven't figured that out yet by now. 
idiot Shinji. I know. Just like when he was trying to figure out who the pilot of Unit 3 was. Yes. Unit 3? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah like, he, everyone knew but Shinji. It's like, yeah, come even on, Kensuke. dude. <laughs> yes. Like, How about Toji? And Shinji's like, ah, oh, stop it. Yeah, right? Like, at, literally everyone on the show knew but him. Like, it's like, come on, dude. Everybody else figured it out. Catch up. But that's Shinji. That's Shinji. <laughs> Shinji for you. <laughs> right. Sure, yeah. Crying over and contemplating breaking her glasses from Gendo. Oh, yeah, because this is where she comes to like a real self realization. Yeah. She is and what she's becoming. And they think this is where she turned. She, she hasn't had a chance to act out on it at all, but this is where she mentally turns on Gendo. Yep. I, I believe this is a switch being flipped. Whole switcheroo. Yep. Then we got Misato with a kick-ass Glock in her hand, ready to pop one in Ritsuko. <laughs> yeah, because Ritsuko's ready to pull the plug on all, on her thing. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? She's like, ah. Me, me and Gendo had a fling, and uh, he didn't he use me, so I'm gonna kill all the clones. <laughs> so as revenge, I'm going to ruin his life's work. <laughs> yeah, tit for tit. <laughs> Essentially, that's what's going on here. And then we get hell. This there's a good saying for that. Hell hath no fury like a mm-hmm. woman scorned. Yeah, and there's plenty of scorned women. In this <laughs> yeah, show. totally. It's <laughs> chock full of them. And we finally get the last player here. String quartet recital practice start time precisely. And this is first violin, first player. Kaoru walks in and he says, "All right." Let's do this. <laughs> I okay, love it. so the last guy to come in is Casanova? Is Casanova. Okay, all right. I know, is what a group we have here. Right, that's a, that's a rock-solid group. I know, if only we also had Toji, he'd really round things out. True, although he might be punching dudes left and right, who knows. No, he's a sensitive type. Yeah, I suppose. Just a little rough around the edges. Well. Uh, he almost did get killed by one of his friends, though, so he might be a little bit bitter when he comes back. <laughs> and lost a leg. So I mean, so yeah, he, he might be a little bit upset. Mm, maybe. Just maybe. You know, I just thought of this. I'm sure this, is, this isn't factual at all. This is just headcanon. But that when they told... Toji that he was going to be the pilot of Unit 3, that he got it painted to look like his tracksuit, just for fun. Which is awesome. That's just awesome. That That's great. <laughs> and we, we have a lot of hand gestures, too, which I think is a theme throughout, right before mm-hmm. it goes out. A lot of looking at your hand, making a fist, and that will continue into the end of Evangelion too, especially the looking at your hand. Um, and we even see it with Gendo too, and for that split second where he's got the, the Adam embryo in, embedded in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, now we know what's under that glove. Yeah. Icky, put that thing back where it came from or so help me. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Like cover that shit up. Nobody wants to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a little recap of 
G unit versus Toji and the Angel. Um, you know, where they activate the dummy plug and just, you know, make a Jackson Pollock painting of this whole town. Yeah, and I mean, this was terrible because essentially Gendo makes Shinji watch this thing kill his friend. It's fucking terrible. And it's really a terrible scene and you feel so bad for Shinji. Like, he obviously doesn't want to do it, but it happens anyway. It's out of his control and it's really, really a dick move on Glove's part. But, I mean, his hands are kind of tied, too. True. I mean, I, I mean, units zero and two failed to do anything. Shinji's refusing to even give it a shot. And if they don't do anything, everybody will die. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just, it's it's got to be difficult to just be literally killing something that you have no control over and that, and you know what's happening there. Although at this point he doesn't know. So I guess, I don't know. But I, anyway, I suppose the, the whole point of this is, is that the, the kids, you know, conscience and soul it comes into play while piloting an Ava and you take that away by putting the dummy plug in and then it's just a basically a blind soldier yeah but I mean gotta put the fate of the world over the fate of your son's psychological help I guess uh, I, I suppose that's the theme of, of this particular scene <laughs> I guess it goes back to the ends justify the means type of personality yeah. Big oof. Another big one. And I love how the river's like, I don't know if it's just because it's sunset or the river's like running red with blood too. Yeah, but... it's absolute carnage out there. And then we get class rep thinking about what she's going to cook. And oh, I, I know. Poor class rep. I hate it and I love it. I know. I know. It is one of those complex scenes. Just chef's kiss to this that. Mm. Yeah, and then to- or Shinji sees Toji, and he's his eyes not dilate. What's the opposite of dilate? They constrict. Constrict. I guess constrict, and he screams that gut wrenching scream. Yeah, that ends that that one particular episode, isn't it? Doesn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think it's class rep cooking, Toji being pulled out, and Shinji screaming. Yep. Again, one of those cliffhanger moments, but in this case, we're just stringing shit right back together again. Stringing it, stringing in, stringing in, ding. <laughs> then we get, we're all black and white now for some reason. Yeah. Is this like, is black and white flashback indicator? I don't know. They're like, hey, this is new. <laughs> yeah. And we get the fly version of. They're like, damn it, we ran out of money for color. <laughs> Yeah. Black and white, guys. Gotta save some dough. Then we follow Kaji a little bit here on his little storyline. Him doing this little sneaky sneak and investigating and everybody that picked up on what he was doing and we get to see Richko and Kaji in that cool little, like, bar club that's, like, above the geofront. It has, like... The laser... Lounge. Neon lights. Yeah, yeah. laser lounge. I want to go. <laughs> I don't even like gloves, but I want to go to the laser lounge. <laughs> I want to go to the laser lounge. I want to get a drink. And I want little cat knickknacks from Matsushiro. 
And I want to be served by a sweet baby Ray. Sweet baby Ray. <laughs> we get that woman that's feeding the cat to cat. <laughs> yeah. The, real, the unsung hero of the show. <laughs> and that bitch gets info, though. <laughs> I'm going to quote that. <laughs> Allison, that bitch gets info, though. <laughs> hey, I mean, she does. That's how he knows what he knows. We got... Kaji delivering an Adam embryo to Gendo for the first time in the Bakelite. And then we see it in his hand. Ugh. Creeps McGeeps. Creeps McGeeps. We don't know. Well, we do know. We know where it is. It's in his hand. I was like, we don't know where it is, but yeah. We <laughs> Actually, it's pretty obvious where it is. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, what did, why did I stick my hand in this time? <laughs> Kaji gets whacked, eliminated. And we still don't know by whom, correct? I think it just says Izila Grunt. Yeah, no just one, some lackey. No one special, no. Got it. Just, yay. Yeah. Before you go home today, Steve, would you mind going and killing Kaji for me? <laughs> you could take the overtime if you want. Yeah, thanks. I do it myself, but just swamped. Just you know? swamped. Yeah, there's so many other people to kill. I'll be expecting, yeah. He knows it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> he won't fight. He's too suave for that. Yep. He's I believe the word you're. I, I believe the word you're looking for is swarmy. <laughs> no, he's suave. He is a good man. Okay. What as? <laughs> and then finally, we got Kaura and Shinji. Yep. Ugh. I know. I know. It's kind of crushing. I like what he says about music, though. I mean, he makes a point about how music is, and he's right, it does help. <laughs> At least it does for me. It does help. He's He's got some moves. He, he does, and this is a very romantic scene. Like it's, I know, you know sunset. Sun-setting, kind of beachy vibe. Like, he's speaks, up high. Speaks yeah. poetically all the time. So it's... Within the I mean, first, like, Ten seconds, Shinji's blushing. Yep, Castanova is laying it on thick. Mm-hmm. Shinji does not, he doesn't even know what's going on, but he likes it. Yes, he does. Yep, he's not sure what he's feeling. And then, <laughs> all of a sudden... <laughs> he's levitating. <laughs> yep. He's like Chris Angel in that shit. <laughs> and I was like, all right, time to be an angel, I guess. Yeah, and like everybody's so confused. Like it's unmanned, it's unmanned, and there's even a, a light that says unmanned. <laughs> it's almost as good as the one that said vanished, vanished. vanished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do they literally have a button for everything? Yes, unidentified. <laughs> abort, abort. Contamination, contamination. <laughs> gloves, gloves. Uh, yeah. so this is. Kaura floating down the cylinder. Trying to get to Central Dogma. Uh-huh. Featuring Unit 2 as his posse. Yeah, he's bringing two along for the ride. Mm-hmm. No biggie. Just <laughs> floating down. I think this is the first we see of uh, Zile, right? Uh, in the movie? No, no, no. Yeah. 
We haven't seen their room before, have we? No, I don't think we have. Yeah, this is their first appearance, I believe. They talk, or one of them, I think Chairman Kill talks in the very beginning with Gendo. Yeah. Uh, but we don't see Zila in their monoliths. Yeah. We or the Rubik's Cube Club. No, we definitely don't see the Rubik's Cube room. Which I'm going to miss. Tokes. Because it's such a cool hangout spot. Not it as is. cool as Gendo's Kabbalah cave, but... But there's a lot cool. of dope spots, though. I mean, there's the laser lounge, there's the Kabbalah cave, there's... I, mean, I like there's... The, the, the one where they're up above and the floor is glass and it looks over the geo front. Yeah. I want to yeah. hang out there as well. The, the rocks where we have the romantic Shinji <laughs> Casanova scene. I definitely uh-huh. hang out there. And a very suspicious looking statue that's there for reasons unknown. Yes. Yes, it is. That looks like, almost looks like an Ava with wings. And no head. Yeah. What's going on? Very interesting. And then Kaura's rocking the gray silver hair with the red eyes. I mean, just him and Ray. Peak fashion. Ugh, I don't know about the red eyes. It reminds me of rabbits and rodents. Oh, stop. Sorry. <laughs> How dare you? I'm a blue-eyed gal. Yeah. Sucker, sucker for the blue eyes. Fine. You can have Shinji. <laughs> I suppose I'll Let me take know him. if you can teach him a trick or something. <laughs> His little whiny ass. I'll toughen him up. <laughs> I love when the Shinji goes, like, the knives move, and they go to stab Kaura, and he just, like, has this huge AT field that just, like, deflects everything. And he's just, like, no big deal. Casual. And it's almost like he's like, ah, silly boy. It's like, oh, yeah, that is what you guys call it. Totally yeah, that's forgot. what call this thing. I know that it's something different. <laughs> And then Misato, yeah. Misato's like, all right, if you got to self-destruct this place, so do it. Do it up. Yep, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And Heyuga's like, as long as I'm with you, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, mm, making some last-minute moves over here, Heyuga. Seriously, he is. he never quits his game. He's spitting game till the end. He had to make up for it for when he made that inappropriate joke in front of Ava 1, remember, when Shinji was lost inside of it, I think. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is not the time or the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the little Ensign guy, he he's in love with Miss Misato. I think it's kind of cute. He's the one that gives her all the info she's looking for and periodically turns up and is always like letting us know what, you know, level things are at. Yeah, it's Hayuga. Ensign. Hayuga. <laughs> Sounded like Goonies. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I really like the final room. I think I mentioned this before. Like with the big dome top and the salt stacks mm-hmm. in Terminal Dogma. Yep. Very cool. It is. It's like, uh, like if you've ever been to a cavern... I went to Carlsbad Caverns, New Mexico, and it, that's what it looked like in there. I was like, oh, these, like, it was really cool. But, yeah, it's similar to that. Yeah, and then, like, all the LCL that's just all around, just like an ocean of it. Yep. Crazy. It's whack. 
And then Ray standing over, like, sup, bitches. Just overseeing the whole thing. I know. She's like, you thought I was done. Bam. (laughs) AT field, maximum power. (laughs) Here I am, bitches. She's dropping that album. She's ready to go toe-to-toe with Kaoru. Oh, that's not cool, right? It's not hot. It's fire. Right? That's that's what the kids are saying these days. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that out. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody that can relate. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in that, but we'll see. <sighs> so, where are we at? Kaoru is in the grasp of Shinji, and he is letting Shinji know that it's okay that he kills him, and that he kind of has to, and he shouldn't feel bad about it. But clearly, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, Kyle, clearly you don't know my M.O. <laughs> yeah, have you not? Uh, you, you don't really know much about Shinji, do you? But yeah, this is a very prolonged scene, but it's very, it, especially, I think it made a, a bigger impact in the show uh, than it did here. You know, the length of time that he stays in his hand. Um, yeah. I, I think it... it during the episode, it was just painfully sad. Whereas here, it was almost like, okay, when are we going to move on? Because everything else moves so quickly, you know? Yeah. And, you know, when this is happening, Kaoru looks up at Ray, and Ray looks down on him. And he kind of gives her, like, this nice little faint smile. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's like almost like an understanding sort of smile, you know? Like a little what's up nod, like, I feel you. Like, I'm glad that you came down here and are doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't know, I may have won. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to win. <laughs> yeah. Well. But during the scene where it's still and it's Kaura and his graph, I just took it to kind of look at all the line art in the different coloring and shading in the Ava and how they animated it. Because it's very cool. It is incredibly cool. And then... Sploosh. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, and that's, um... That's, that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was like... I think the, the first time I watched this, I was like, okay. And then, like, all of a sudden, these... You know, the credits start scrolling. And I'm like... Uh, wait a minute. Did I miss something? Like, what just happened there? Like, they totally just cut it. Done. Yeah. And, I mean, the last thing that we're going off of is Shinji and Misato on the shore. We're immediately right. following the death of Kaoru. Yep. Um, and that's exactly where we'll pick off. Pick off. Pick up <laughs> on End of Evangelion. Yeah, so get ready, guys, because it is going to be a long, strange ride. But we will be here to navigate it all the way through. And much unlike this episode, um, our coverage of End of Evangelion will be very in-depth and detail-oriented and organized. (laughs) Not any of this free-balling stuff that we're doing on today's episode. Hell no. (laughs) Just, you know, we're just laying the groundwork for the real work that comes in the upcoming episodes of covering the end of Evangelion. Um, And just in case you're wondering, obviously this is the last thing to watch in this storyline. 
if by the end of the movie you guys don't or still have questions, we're going to do a follow-up episode after we cover End of Evangelion to kind of just really round everything out, answer anything that you still have uh, questions about so that at the end of that one, there should be nothing about this world that you are confused about, unless there's literally not an answer to be had. And if you'd like to air a grievance or if there's thing, uh, an alternate ending that you think would have worked, we would also love to hear that input, too. You know, I mean, we have our own feelings about it, but we would certainly love to hear yours. And I'm sure the rest of our listenership would be interested as well. So, you know where to find us. Yeah. And if you, uh, you know, want a shot at coming on, maybe being a guest and sharing what... Evangelion means to you and what you think of it, you know, send us an email and maybe we can hook something up. And Nick, remind the listeners again, what are email addresses? I I don't even remember. I, you never <laughs> you never mention it, so I don't remember. I know I mention it very, very little. So that would be full impact podcast at gmail.com. And it was a little long, but I have faith. Long. Well, that's what she said. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, that was a softball. What can Long, I say? but um, consistent. Reliable. There we go. Right on. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the movie. I'm excited for everybody to... Uh, you know, get caught up. Uh, hopefully you have been along the ride with us thus far and we're going to take you right through to the end. So, um, yeah, we will have, uh, multiple episodes, I believe covering the movie because there just is too much to cover in one. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I think we're going to shoot for four episodes. Um, I think we're going to, the end of it again. Okay. So just, you know, one more recap here. Um, any of is, comprised of two episodes put together. So where we watched the end of episode 24 and then moved on to episodes 25 and 26 of the TV series, this is kind of like instead of doing that, we watched the end of 24 and moved on to episodes 25 and 26 of the movie instead. So So we'll probably need two episodes for the first half and two episodes from the second half. Because we absolutely want to break it down as much as we possibly can for you because, you know, it's a crazy mess. (laughs) A crazy, beautiful mess, I should say. Yes. Very good. You're in for a treat. You'll probably won't laugh, but you'll (laughs) definitely cry. You'll Um, definitely have some feelings. That's for sure. Lots of emotions. Um, Not all of them positive. (laughs) so yeah so that 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 is upcoming for everybody to look forward to and we certainly want to thank all of our faithful listeners um for sticking with us this long we really appreciate all of you out there um we always want to hear your opinions thoughts anything you know where to find us and if you would just tell a friend about us i think that's something that's really a good idea not just for us but for you um it's something you can talk to your friends about if you have a friend who has some mental health issues that might benefit from watching this show or maybe it would put them in a bigger funk i don't know um but if you do tell a friend you guys can watch it together and then you can listen to our podcast together see how that works 
so so yeah tell a friend rate us review us uh as always we hope that you enjoy our podcast as much as we enjoy making it uh i am one of your hosts allison and with me as always is my partner and pod nick thank you and if you missed it at the very end of the credits it shows everyone gone in the auditorium and shinji getting up and walking away out of the auditorium following the end of their quartet and the lesson there, kids, is always watch to the very end. Yeah. I know this isn't Marvel, but you Doesn't may have matter. missed this quaint little post-credit scene. All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. one of my favorite people you should give yourself a pat on the back proud of you and way cooler than allison but you know that goes without saying but anyways thanks